Let's Science is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. We live in a universe of scientific wonders. Every day, scientists are inching towards breakthroughs which can change our lives. We're playing our small part in sharing these wonders with you. That's why today is a fine day for science. So let's science. So uh, Caroline, um, you warned us that today's science segment would be a little bit buggy. Now, yes. I, feel like there are, I feel like there are two meanings going on there, so uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. why don't you tell us what's going on with, um, in the world of science, in your world? Very buggy, very buggy. <laughs> so, <laughs> first topic I would like, now not everyone is going to enjoy this topic, but I'm going to try and bring a different light to things like I, I always do with science. So, an extinct cockroach has been rediscovered. Ooh. Okay, I know cockroaches are not you know, top on the list for favorite insects, but <laughs> yeah. the kind of things that we don't like to discover in our houses usually, aren't they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I will get to that. I will yeah. get to that. <laughs> so this is the Lord Howe Island wood eating cockroach. So it is not your everyday little cockroach that you find in the kitchen and want to squish. Okay. <laughs> so it's a wingless wood eating cockroach named Panacea lata. Previous thought to be extinct has recently been rediscovered. It was last seen about 80 years ago. So they thought it was not there. It's a wingless cockroach and mm-hmm. it's 22 to 40 millimetres long. It has a metallic body colour that varies from reddish to black. And Australia hosts 11 species of this cockroach. And they are powerful burrowers that live inside and feed on rotten logs in the rainforest and open forest in coastal northern and eastern Australia. This particular cockroach is unique to Lord Howe Island, which is about 700 kilometres northeast of Sydney or the mid-north coast of New South Wales. It was once widespread across the archipelago. Um, This native cockroach was thought to have become extinct on the main island of the Lord Howe Island archipelago in 1918 when rats arrived. And, of course, who bought the rats? To people. So, (laughs) as always. (laughs) Now, um, researchers at the University of Sydney, made up of honours student Maxim Adams and evolutionary biologist Nathan Lowe, actually went, as part of their project, went to Lord Howe Island to conduct a survey to confirm the extinction of this cockroach. And with successful rodent eradication program having been undertaken in 2019, they were examining the possibility of reintroducing this native cockroach back to Lord Howe Island. So they just thought, we're going here, we're not going to find any, but we'll just see, you know, if the environment's still good, mm. um, you know, it's, it's, it's a habitat that they will enjoy, still be able to live, and we'll just breed these up and, you know, We'll, we can find different, you know, not exactly that cockroach, but something that can take the role of the cockroach that was there before. Mr. Adams went ahead to Lord Howe Island, along with Nicholas Carla from the Department of Planning and Environment. Now, they went, rock, went hunting, so they just went to have a look. They're turning over some rocks, and it turns out 
One of the very first rocks they turned over is where they unexpectedly found this species of cockroach. Oh, wow. It was actually a whole family of them. Oh, it's first rock. The, That's, yeah. They're, they're just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> they were very, very surprised, very oh, shocked. Dancing for joy, yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, for an entomologist, there's somebody who, you know, or somebody who's studying this kind of thing, it's a bit, yeah. it's amazing. So, it's ama- yeah. yeah. I mean, like someone looking at the stars, they found something. Well, this, they're looking at the ground. It's, it's, it's a bit. <laughs> So similar, but not the same, but similar. It was under a banyan tree, which is the species name is Ficus macrophylla, and it's a large evergreen native fig that's found in the area. Entomologists had been looking for this particular cockroach for decades, but haven't found any, so that's why it was thought to be extinct. Now, they performed DNA studies on the cockroach, and they did confirm that they are a genetically distinct group from other cockroaches found nearby. So there are other types of cockroaches that are very similar, but this is the particularly distinct species due to their DNA. So it seems that this population managed to survive over time and become this distinct population. Mm. The survival of the population has been compared to Darwin's finches, so where their separation from other populations allowed them to develop their own genetics and adapt perfectly to their environment. So if with Darwin, when he went to the Galapagos Islands and there were finches with different shapes and sizes of beaks and they were all like one was eating nuts, one was eating insects, you know, for example, and they they managed to, wow. they were similar but not the same because they, they uh, changed over time through genetics, through mutations to be able to, you know, inhabit a particular environment and to, you know, adapt to a certain food source so their population could live. So it's a similar kind of thing. But why should we care about these cockroaches? Like, seriously, why should we care about them? That's a great question, <laughs> Caroline. So, yeah. okay. You haven't they got to that part yet. <laughs> no, so yeah. So let me tell you what Professor Lowe said. He said that the native wood-eating cockroaches play an important environmental role. Now, it's important environmental, um, you know, to be environmentally aware, you know, understand nature a bit more. So they are incredibly important nutrient recyclers, ecosystem engineers, and as a food source for other species. Um, He said, like, we're not rats necessarily because they don't want the rats there, but lizards and other native species. He said that the species also deserved a better rap than common street Roaches, not those, you know, the ones that we, we talked about in We're our kitchen. We're not like those common cockroaches. Yeah. They are not. Not like that, um, that vermin. They look, they look a bit different too. Uh, yeah. It doesn't smell. It doesn't run quickly. It's not oh, scary. Yeah. Smell. Sorry yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> and they skimper, you know, they scamper away. These ones don't do that. It's actually quite charismatic (laughs) you can hold it in your hand he said and they're quite actually cute little things if you're an insect lover Mm. um (laughs) it just hangs (laughs) i may be an insect lover you you guys know that already we know you Um, are yeah (laughs) yeah, (laughs) and i'll come to that later as well Um, (laughs) it just hangs out in the forest it doesn't go into people's houses it just hangs out in the forest recycling wood and leaf litter to keep the forest healthy. That's why we're interested in it, because it was so abundant before the rats wiped it out. Mm-hmm. We figured it was probably playing a pretty important ecological role on the island, also acting as food for a number of the bird and reptile species out there. And he said there was still so much to learn. 
So that's why it is important <laughs> that we found these cockroaches. Wow. Every single little creature that God has made has an important role in the environment. Once you remove one, there's something, you know, that's not being done. For example, these cockroaches break down wood and, and recycle mm. nutrients. So they were worried that this role wasn't being played and so they were trying to fill the gap. But they're already there. So I assume that probably the next steps would be trying to breed them up and spread them around yeah. the place, you know. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah, awesome, I just awesome, thought that was awesome. a cute little cockroach story. That's a good one, yeah. <laughs> um, the one question yeah. I'll have for God one day when, you know, when this life mm. is over is mis mosquitoes. <laughs> really? Mosquitoes? You could, you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can take, I your, I can take your recycling beetles. I'm cool with that. You know, with your cockroaches, sorry. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but you've got to explain mosquitoes to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, Caroline, yeah, these yeah. poor things. I was thinking, oh, they're yeah. hard workers, but also um, food for other people. <laughs> no, I'm going to think positively. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, very hard everybody's food for somebody in the, in the natural <laughs> world, unfortunately. Oh, That's just so, how it is. I know. It just feels <laughs> like we're lucky we're bad. at the top yeah. of the food Whoa. chain. Well, yeah, true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aren't we all I just, just food <laughs> for something? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Keeping with the insects, we are. We are. We are. Yeah. Except, cool, yeah, cool. we hope not to be food for someone, like, maybe in, or, yeah. in or the, anything, you know, yeah. out there in Africa for lions and yeah. hippopotamus and crocodiles <laughs> and in the Northern Territory crocodiles. Anyway, I can think Didn't of examples. Didn't this science topic just get really dark? Wow. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> guys. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah. I'm saying. Right. Back to cute cockroaches. <laughs> it's nature. Okay, it's nature. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But it's great to see they're doing very so, well. Yes. These I mean, they are great. cute. Yeah. Um, you know, I have stick insects, which I'm going to talk about a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Um, you can actually buy native cockroaches and have them as a pet. Like you can wow. raise them. Mm. There, there's some cool. that are really big, like really huge, big Whoa. ones. But they're, but they're yeah, kind of just prehistoric looking. They're not those horrible yeah. ones with like and big antennae Ugh. and scampering Ugh. around and you know running yeah. off with your sandwich. That's not the kind of <laughs> cockroach. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. So I really wanted to do a little update too on my stick insect family. Yeah. Um, I spoke about first getting a spiny leaf insect. Um, well, I got it in July last year and I did an episode. Wow. Was that episode so long ago? Yes, you did. Leaf yep. insect. Yeah. Yes. Now it is a form of stick insect, but it looks like dried leaves. It's brown. It's, you know, it's kind of... You, you, it looks if you put it in the leaf litter, you won't be able to see it, obviously, because it's camouflage. Well, so the one I had, she was a girl, and unfortunately she passed away not that long ago. So she oh. lived for quite a while, which is a normal lifespan. They live for about a year and a half, and she yep. wasn't very small when I got her. So she, she lived a good life. For a little while she had a male friend, and they were very friendly and I have some <laughs> eggs from them, right? Hey, and they laid nice. lots of eggs. And recently, now that the weather's getting a little bit um, better, um, I actually have had these eggs for quite a few months now and they've all of a sudden started hatching, which I'm yeah. so excited about. Awesome. And I have very many now. <laughs> very many <laughs> I saw tiny it's amazing. little spiny leaf insects. Yeah. yeah so um, oh, wow. you're getting one, you're getting one <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> Just like you're Oprah. getting a stick it. They are actually really cute. Nice. Yeah, they are actually. Cool. 
So, yes. Now, because they were, you know, they have genetically both the male and the female, there will be males and females in these eggs. The female actually can reproduce by herself. It's a survival thing, but they wow. be clones of the mother. Yep. Oh, but my goodness I'm me. expecting wow. boys and girls in this little population. So I'm wow. really excited. And wow. I think I spoke about in that podcast to how when they are born, because when, uh, I'll start again, when the eggs are laid, they drop to the ground. So these stick insects will live in the trees, in the gum trees. The eggs will drop to the ground. And there's this particular species of ant, little black ant with a red head, that will get their eggs and take them down to their burrow. And each egg has like a little sugar cap on top. The ant will eat the sugar cap and dispose of the rest of the egg. Now, ah. the egg will stay in a nice warm environment down in the ant burrow. And then the stick insect will hatch. And guess what it looks like when it hatches? That little ant. It looks like a little black ant with a red head. And now ah. I can confirm that because I actually see Whoa. them. And they walk around like little ants. They're very fast. And wow. what they do is they work their way up through the burrow and up to a tree. And then they, be, they you know, start looking more like a spiny leaf insect. And I can confirm that because I'm seeing it for myself. Wow. really oh, wow. exciting. So, yes, oh, wow. so if you go back in time, I can't remember, sorry, what episode number it oh, was. So I can jump did... in there. Um, if okay. people, I'll put it in the show notes. But uh, if yeah. you use our Let's Let Science Sister show, which is um, these segments, it's episode yeah. nine. So I'll, I'll put a episode link in the show nine. notes. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And you can hear all about them in that um, episode. So, wow. um, yes. And I have another group of eggs that have hatched too. They're called a crown stick insect. It's a very, it's just a normal kind of looking <laughs> stick insect. <I> guess. <laughs> if you look up crown insect, stick insect, you'll be able to see. And they have started hatching too, which oh, is wow, awesome. Oh, wow, Caroline. And now I am waiting for another group of um, uh insects to hatch which are my leaf insects which they mm. are not a stick insect they're leaf insect they look like a green leaf they're and amazing I'm just waiting for yeah. i'm waiting for those and i know everyone's gonna everyone's gonna <laughs> want one of those so yeah. yeah so yeah i thought i'd just yeah very buggy episode today yes so if you're a friend of caroline expect a bug just big enough at christmas yeah. time for everybody yeah. to awesome, get one. Awesome. or two yeah. Yeah, yeah. Caroline's a bigger mum. Yeah, I don't know if you did talk about this in the previous episode on this, but they're very low maintenance to look after, aren't they? Oh, so low maintenance. You, all you need to do is a jar of water, put, grab a branch or just, you know, a whole branch, but, you know, a, a, a stem of uh, gum leaves, just put it in, like you get a vase of flowers, and you yeah. just put the, um, the leaves in there and just spritz them with water once a day, and that's it. They're happy to live there. Very Put easy. them in enclosure, yeah, yeah like yeah. A, yeah, yeah. a mesh enclosure. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're just hours of fun. Like, you wouldn't think so, but I just look at them every day, and I just mm. love them. I, they're just such a cool. unique pet. They're amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. And you learn yeah. so wow. much. You just learn. I've learned so much having them and reading about them and, and learning about them. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Very wow. cool. Yeah. Well, um, cool, cool, cool. Thanks for sharing well, that. Can I just uh, cap off this little science segment with sure. uh, two bits of space news? The of first course. one is um, we, you may recall the Capstone mission. So this was the mission that was launched by NASA. It's a, a probe the size of a, a microwave, basically, um, that was launched by um, Rocket Lab in New Zealand uh, to, to go to the moon. And the, the, the journey was about three months. 
uh, and its mission was to go into that um, that's oh, I forgot the name of the, the the orbit, but anyway, it's like a halo kind of orbit. So it's more oblong shaped than a just a regular orbit of the moon to test the theory um, that the Earth and the moon's gravity meet at a particular point and can hold an object in a particular orbit. And the the plan for this is that eventually the Gateway Space Station, which will be the the um, the platform to go to and from the moon, uh, will will go will be built and and go into that orbit. So the good news is Capstone, after a few you know software issues, um, did get on track, did make it to the moon after you know in November as as it was meant to, and it did achieve that orbit that they were hoping that it would. So that's um a, an important Pathfinder mission, and um and. Yep, and anyone who's a space uh, a space nut would already know this, but uh, during the week at time of recording, Artemis One launched. It was as amazing really? as we was thought it, the third it would attempt? be. It was so surreal. I think it was about the third attempt. Yeah, it was yeah. so surreal to watch it so take time off. Always and... a lucky one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. yes, yes um, right. absolutely. And it was a flawless launch. It was just like watching any yeah. regular yeah, rocket. It was, it was amazing, mind blowing. So, I was thank jump- you. I was still yeah. recovering from. I yeah. had, still have bit of COVID fatigue and I was jumping yeah. up and down like, nothing's <laughs> gonna hold me down I'm just yes when they resumed the 10 minute countdown it was the most exciting 10 minutes yeah, well, yeah. the yeah. actual countdown I was about yeah. to go oh, alright it's not happening yet. and then you, yeah, I it's think gonna you get and, they yeah. did they restarted yeah, the count yeah they did the yeah. go no go poll and yeah and everyone's like yep go for launch go for launch and everything um Cool. Yeah, so cool, cool, cool. it was it was amazing. So thank you, NASA. Thank you, United States, for getting us excited about space as well. And um, <laughs> and and, uh, and how historic this mission is cannot be understated. This is the Pathfinder that returns humanity to the moon by about the Artemis three mission, and the moon will eventually be populated by humans and be used to launch to Mars and beyond in our solar system as well. So this is this is huge. Like uh, I can't. Uh, I can't overestimate how huge this launch and the success of this launch was. So it will be. there is so much oh, more to wow. come. Yeah, I can't wait for um, I, it's it's years off, but it, I just can't wait to see people. Yeah, back on the moon, footage yeah. of people on the yes. moon. I can't. And, we'll and this, about, is, yeah. this is not done in a studio, yeah. you skeptics out there. You know, this <laughs> yeah. is real. No, it's real. Yeah. 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 yeah, not in a Hollywood Goodness basement, me. yes. Yeah, yeah. In a Hollywood basement. Oh, yes. course, yeah, definitely yeah, well, the other one was real, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, all... this is real, yeah. okay? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> They're totally, totally all real, yes. Calm down. People. The steps taken, like every single part of the mission has to go so perfectly well yes. for it all to work. and. With the technology they had back then, and mm. you just—it's amazing. It's I mean, amazing. It is. They it, set oh. they set this all in motion back then, you know, and so we're able to go back now and do it. It's just—it's just amazing. It's—it's it's such a privilege to be able to watch it all now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah definitely. This is the first steps, scan. Yeah. This is first steps. Wow. Wow. And sorry wow, to wow. ruin the science segment on this note, but um, every time I see one of those Apollo launches or now an Artemis launch, I keep thinking. It's been a long road. Oh, Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh Lindsay. Can't help it. I can't help it. It pops into my head every time I see a rocket launch now. No, I'm sorry if I did that to anyone head, else. Man. Now, you know, I you got it to me, man. Yeah. I'm going to get my song on my head now. Yeah. Oh, it's still playing on my head even after, after that. Yeah, let's move on. Oh, All right. Sorry, I'm going to need a new Lego model rocket. They better make an Artemis one. What? Oh, yes. Oh, there you go. There yeah, you go. definitely. I'm sure that will happen. Yep. Let's Science is brought to you by StarQuest Media and is a fortnightly podcast that brings you the scientific wonders of our universe from a distinctly Catholic point of view. 
For more from Caroline, Lindsay, and friends, listen to the StarQuest show, Catholics of Oz. Find links from today's show at sqpn.com science. And find the Catholics of Oz at sqpn.com oz. Be sure to follow the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. The generous donations of our patrons at sqpn.com give make it possible for us to continue Let Science and all the shows at StarQuest, which makes our nonprofit mission possible. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com give. Join us next time for more scientific wonders. And thank you for listening to Let's Science on StarQuest. Here's another podcast on the StarQuest Network you're sure to enjoy. The Secrets of Movies and TV Shows. Find it wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash secrets.